Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, it is Quickie Tuesday. Oh, love a Quickie. Turn up Tuesday. So turn up because we got a couple uh, interesting stories. You probably, we're getting right into it. You probably have heard of the Eliza Fletcher case. Um, this was, this happened just last week and we're just going to give you what we know of right now. Yeah. Cause it's going to continue to unfold and open and I'm literally reading the affidavit. Okay. Um, so B- Eliza Fletcher, she is a mom of two. She's a kindergarten teacher. Um, she's 34 years old. She's also the granddaughter of a billionaire. Oh, right. Cause she was an heiress. I saw yes. That. So this billionaire guy is Joseph Orgill. And he founded like Memphis Hardware Supply, and his net worth is like three point two billion. Okay. Um, so yeah, she's coming for money. So she went out for she's a runner. She went out for a run on Friday, uh, September second, at like four o'clock in the morning, and she goes running. Um, around seven fifty is when the uh, her husband sees that she's not home. Mm. She leaves at four. He doesn't call the police till 7.50. I'm just, yeah, but I don't she's know. marathon training. Have she you is, marathon she's, trained? she's probably doing like eight miles. Cause that's, I think people are going this coming or last week they went for like a in memory of run. Oh, she's doing And they're mile like run. eight miles. Okay. How long does it take you to run eight miles? Like an app, not, not three out, not, not three hours. Not that long. Yeah. But he was probably asleep. So <clears throat> they get this, the officers get a call. Richard Fletcher, which is the husband, um, is like, hey, my wife, uh, Eliza, has went out for her run, and she's not come home yet. So she was last seen wearing a pink shirt, purple shorts, and running shoes. And around 645, some a guy r- rides up on his bike, and he sees a cracked cell phone on the ground and a water bottle. Mm. Yeah. He also sees a pair of champion slides. Oh. Sandals. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they're just laying in the same area. So investigators eventually find surveillance video and they're able to see that a black SUV, uh, GMC terrain was passing by, uh, Eliza as like that it passed by her and was waiting for her to run by. And apparently he had been circling this area. It was like around the University of, Mem- of Memphis, circling the area for like 20 to 30 minutes. Wow. So 
it says that he uh, he exited the vehicle, ran aggressively towards the victim, and then forced her into the passenger side of the car. And there appeared to be a struggle. Um, and the car was in the same spot for four minutes before it drove off. Oh, they were probably fighting. She was yes. probably fighting. So most likely, so this guy is you know six four or something like that. He's a tall guy. Wow. Um, and she was petite. And she was yeah, she was very maybe let's say five seven. I don't. I can't. Oh, okay, that's tall. Okay, to maybe me. she's not that tall. To me, everything's short. <laughs> so <laughs> like she's short. So, but she was very skinny yeah, and like just lean. runner, lean runner body. Most likely he shoved her in there. She's fighting back. And then he had to kick off his chonkless. He, yeah, that's why he, he left his shoes. Yeah. Cause he's like, you know, trying to get her. And he didn't think that she was going to put up much of a fight. Cause she's a little girl, mm -hmm. little. Um, and so the vehicle sat there for four minutes. And then also they noticed in the surveillance video that the vehicle had, some noticeable damage in the back passenger taillight area, which this comes into play later. Okay. Um, so the next, or later that day, they got the sandals, the slides, they took those in for DNA testing, and it came back matching the uh, this person named Cleotha Abston. You are... Cleotha <laughs> Abston Henderson. You have nothing going if that is your name. And now he's a person of interest. So the DNA found on the shoes matches his DNA based on whatever they found in the database. And they start searching for this guy. Now they recover surveillance footage of him from like the day before wearing those slides. Mm. So everything's just smashing up. At the up. same place? Like he was like lurking I, at the place? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Um, the next day, September 3rd, they, authorities find the same GMC vehicle, um, and it was located by, like, the U.S. Marshals were already involved, and they find it backed into a parking spot in a parking lot, and they confirm the license plate number, and they also notice the damaged taillight in the, pass on the back. Um, and so they're like, okay, now, obviously, this is a match, this is the car that was used, um, they saw the guy, Cleotha. He goes by Cleo. Of course you would. <laughs> um, they uh, saw him, the guy who matched his appearance, standing in, door in the doorway of a home nearby where his vehicle was, and they ended up going and taking him and arresting him, and he was trying to flee, but they arrested him and got him into custody. Um a neighbor, a neighbor lady said that hours before this, she saw him, Cleotha, um, that he was cleaning Clean. the inside of the car with clean, like floor cleaner and said that he was acting really weird and really strange. Mm -hmm. And now a word from our sponsors. Nine one one. what's your emergency? Do you hear that? It's coming from the house. It's coming from inside the house? Uh, do you mean, could it be? The Poltergeist. New from Rogue Media, two haunted hotties talking about haunted places. Every episode, we dive deep into the darkest places 
and give you a bit of history. We're getting spooky in all the right places. You've gobbled your last ghoul. Follow along for the craziest and spookiest stories with Debbie's Dark Tourism. The Stanley Hotel, Winchester House, The Alamo, Hotel Monte Vista, and more spooky places. Find us at the underscore Poltergals. P-O-L-T-E-R-G-A-L-S. Look over your shoulder. It's us, the Poltergals. Wherever you consume the podcast, you can find us there. Hi, this is Sarah. And I'm Carter. And this is Some of Our Thoughts. We're two Southern sommeliers, and we want to share everything we love and know about wine. We started hanging out during quarantine and cooking and drinking and listening to music, and we just thought this would be a great way to bring everything we know to you guys. We will make wine knowledge and food pairings easy and approachable. So put on your favorite vinyl, grab your favorite glass of wine, tune into our show, and let's have some fun. So check us out on roguemedianetwork.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast. We'll be talking about a lot. Welcome to One Star Rewind, a new podcast about those dreaded one-star reviews that every business owner hates to receive, but yet every customer loves to read. During this podcast, we will peel back that one-star review to better understand how it happened, when it happened, and what the business owner is doing after receiving that one-star review. This podcast will be about love, hate, and laughter. On One Star Rewind, we will meet with real business owners will tell their stories and how they do rely on reviews for their business. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or download us at roguemedianetwork.com. Please subscribe, but only rate and review for not a one-star review. Join us each time for a new review and a new story. And there's something with his brother and his brother got arrested for drug. Like his whole family has been in jail for in and out of jail his, their whole lives um, or prison. And so this lady saw him was like he was acting weird. And then apparently he was washing his clothes in the sink of the house. Oh, it, acting very strange. So. Of course, they he's not talking and they are uh, police are searching FBI US marshals everybody's searching all around and then September 7th they confirmed that they found her body nearby it was next to this um abandoned home and she is they Mary? they they the way they found her was the odor okay so there's odor 
there were flies, a bunch of flies. Oh. Wow. Um, around like around the area and it was just behind this abandoned house basically in tall grass shallow grave next to a staircase you know just so he didn't tell her tell them where she was no he did not tell they just were searching they I were guess. yep they were searching and then the odor i i don't know how how they got to that yeah spot, but but and his where he the car i mean it was not far, like, like literally down the street yeah not far at all and he like had some of her clothes were found in a trash bag and were thrown in a dumpster because I remember as I was seeing all this details come out, they like took a dumpster. They like, I guess, put it on a tow truck and they towed a giant dumpster Ooh. out and took it away. And they were looking for some, assuming that the trash bag was in the dumpster. Yeah. And her shorts were in there. And I, I don't, I'm assuming she was found naked. naked. Um, Gosh. they, there's some, People said she's been sexually assaulted. I would assume so. It's we, we haven't confirmed added, it, and they haven't confirmed the yeah. cause of death or manner of death. So let me give you a little bit more of background. This Cleotha, he has a full rap sheet. Yeah, when he was 16 years old. He began his 20 year prison sentence for kidnapping. He kidnapped. Remember we talked about this? A male, a man, a, a white male attorney. Yes, a white male attorney. Well, apparently this. His name is Kemper Durand, and which he's now dead, mm -hmm. deceased, but he died from health causes, not from being kidnapped. Um, and this guy works at the same law firm as Eliza's uncle. So I don't oh. know if there's some kind of connection there. They say that her attack was a random attack, a random event. So this guy was kidnapped at gunpoint. Um, he was thrown in the back of Cleo's trunk. Or his own trunk. He, in his own trunk. So his, like, BMW or Mercedes. Drove around to various ATMs trying to get money from him. And he eventually escaped and gets away. And then he that's how this guy got arrested. Because the guy, the lawyer, escaped. Yeah. So then he goes to jail. He was in there for 20, 20, 20 or 22 years of his 24-year sentence. So he literally just got out of jail. 20, like, yeah. 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 So he also has, his record goes back to 95. Mm. When he was 13. He's pissed because his name's Cleotha. 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 real pissed too. He apparently raped a man when he was like 13. Wow. So is he gay? I don't know. I, I think he's know. just confused. So it's a, it says like 1995, 96, 97, 98, 99. He was in juvenile court all those years. Mm. And then 2000 is whenever he kidnapped the guy. And then he was in jail for all this 20 and years. And he, and he got out and he did this. And apparently he had, he continues to lurk around the Memphis, like University of Memphis campus and he'll cat call girls. And he's like, Hey, I'll give you a hundred dollars. Yeah, I was trying to buy sex. I did see that. Yes. He, his, uh, uh, I guess his, I guess all of the things that he's been convicted of theft, aggravated assault, aggravated assault with a weapon and rape. And, um, yeah, so that's where we stand with this case. Wow. I was just like, <clears throat> okay. I mean, that was the fastest. Yeah, they wrapped it up pretty quick. It was almost like too, too 
easy, I guess. Uh, yeah. So like that's you... why I was like, he had to have been an opportunist. Like it had to have been random because he had nothing planned. He just like did it. He might have been looking for somebody, but he didn't know what to do after that. Um, and then I was like, who did he kidnap in the past? So I went and looked. Yeah, because you asked. Because I was like, it, it was just it was just random. And then I was like, does he have a profile? Was he looking for this type of girl? Mm-hmm. Or was he going to get any girl that passed by? Or any guy, obviously. But like, he just, why he would you, if it, the reason I think it, I don't think it was, I personally don't think it was random, but I think that typically if you're going to be out on a college campus, you're going to be like late night, early morning, not 4 a.m. There's not Mm -hmm. many people out at 4 a.m. So maybe he was targeting those early morning runners. But I'm thinking if she literally went every day or every other, like. Did he watch her? He probably, if he was you know, looking for somebody, he could have targeted her just because she had, he knew she had been running out there every day. And then I was thinking, is there, was there a link with the judge, the grandpa judge or the daddy judge? Like, was there a link to one of And it just so happens that she's like this billionaire heiress or something like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I haven't. I think there's more to come. I know. Cause I haven't heard much about the husband and like, if there was any like marital issues, Mm -hmm. which, you know, you never know. Um, and a lot of people out there are saying, why is she running at four o'clock? And I can't remember. Maybe we said that. No, because when I would, okay. that's the time to run. Yeah. Especially when you go to work all day. Yeah. Cause it's like, well, why are, you shouldn't have to go out and run and be worried about being murdered. Yeah. But just be aware. It's a chance. Yeah. No, just, it's just a chance that you take. And I remember, um, like they had these runner IDs that you used to put like on your ankles or uh-huh. wrists. That would have all your information just in case something happened. Um, I would, my brother would always say, "You better share your location so we can find your body." Because it would be early in the morning. Sometimes it's with the group, but it's a lot of times it's by yourself because not everybody wants to get up. But if your phone is d- done, then well, your watch. I wonder if she had a watch. I don't know. Well, I guess that I guess that just means that we do need to get. Um, Injected with chips. Oh, like dogs. So then they can find us <laughs> if we're murdered. <laughs> if you want your body found. Do you have any I updates mean, on Kyle on the other girl? Um, no, Ky- Kaylee. Kylie. So I don't have any updates yet. There, it could take up to two months to get her autopsy back. Also, remember a long time ago, Carly. Carlisle. Carly, it was out of Florida, and she was doing the custody switch with her. Yeah, with her boyfriend. Okay, I didn't forget about that case. Okay. It's just taken them this long to get an autopsy, or, like, to get the autopsy. Yeah. Like, some some states, it's, like, six months. Some states, it's two to three months. Some states, it's a couple of weeks. I guess it's just different every state. Okay. But Kylie's won't come back for, like, a month or so, but... I did watch the Adventures with Purpose video where they did their whole, they they filmed their whole process of going and searching in the lake. And her car was very shallow. They were very shocked how the police could have missed it when mm. they searched. So the theory that I've heard and I kind of agree with is that maybe whoever, killed I her. think she's killed obviously, mm-hmm. and whoever killed her, 
had her car and her and waited for the police to get done searching that oh, lake and then, and then went and put it in there because it was so shallow in there. Hmm. And she wasn't found in the back seat. She was found in the way back oh, so of the SUV. In the back. Yes. Shut the door. Yes. Mm. But I don't know. Because the, also there wasn't like, top, you know, there wasn't like brake marks. Like sh- it's like there, I guess it wasn't even, was there tire tracks? I don't know. But you would think if she was driving an accident, you know, I don't know. It's just all suspicious. You yeah. don't just drive down that hill into the, the lake. No. Nope. Somebody did it. So. Wow. Yeah. Yep. It's a lot of missing white girl updates. Man, we got a lot of missing <laughs> white women around here that, you know. Okay, so. Um, I guess they're not missing anymore. They're all dead, but. True. What we have coming up next is there's a story that's here local, and it's the story of a lady named Carolyn Riggins. Um, When this story was developing in 2020, I was working with Carolyn's sister when Carolyn went missing. This started off in the Fort Worth area, Mm -hmm. Watuga, Watuga, I can't say it. Um. And it went on for a little bit. It didn't become a cold case, but it was unsolved. She was just a missing person. Mm-hmm. And then they found her. And they found her in a very sketchy way. They found her body in a they, sketchy way? In a very sketchy way. Okay. Um, so we are going to be interviewing the sister of Carolyn. The victim. Of oh. the victim, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Carolyn is the victim. Um, and so she's going to give us some insight of kind of tell us the story. Yeah. And then where it's at now because it's ongoing. And I will give you a hint that she is having a lot of trouble from the police department, of course. Like mm-hmm. they just didn't didn't do what needed to be done. Um, and so right now, her and her family have no answers. This episode is aired on Vanished. Um, oh, up and Vanished? On No, just Vanished oh. podcast, Wondery podcast. Um, and it's a two-parter. So stay tuned for that because it is coming real soon. So we will be doing that on one of the next episodes. We will see y'all Thursday for the full episode. Um... And let's just take it to the NFL. I'm going to give you a hint. Oh. We're going to take it to the NFL. Okay. Yeah. Don't forget to. Stay aware. Stay alive. And always be DTF. Bye, y'all. Down to find. The murderer. Come on. Stay sipping. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.